I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Awesomes, welcome back to Awesome Today. I am your host, as always, Meg Teets, joined as I pretty much always am on a Monday by my all-the-time husband. Sometimes passive, mostly aggressive. (laughs) That feels right. That feels right. And all of God's people said, amen. They did. Yes. Where are they? Where are they indeed? They're not on Capitol Hill. Oh, dang. Coming straight out the gate. Went dark immediately. That wasn't awesome. Um, Happy first Monday of April, everybody. Even if you are inside the Beltway. (sighs) I wonder if we have any Awesome Today listeners who are. Maybe. Please chime in. We found Claire, our beloved New Zealander who listens faithfully and is just like... She is our proxy to all people New Zealand and Australia. No, they're not going to like that part. Well, it's by proximity. Neither Claire nor the Australians. She's closer than we are. She hops a... She hops a... She rides a... A dinghy? Can (laughs) you ride a dinghy between the two if it's a really big dinghy? I think you need... We're bad. (laughs) We are real bad at geography. I said You said big dinghy. dinghy. In the meantime, I was I was trying to use the map quest in my mind to think about how far apart New Zealand and Australia are. Yeah. And I don't know. Well, it's like an inch when you <laughs> look at the map. You could jump across it. One of my favorite TikTok compilations is uh, things that you didn't know until you were an adult. Oh. You would be a surprised at how many USA Americans do not know that Hawaii and Alaska are not right next to each other because oh of the gosh. number of maps. This would be more for our generation. They have I? the insert. Yes. Thing. And yeah. it shows them like in the same little space. No, no. How, how did they, how did they bring together the differences in temperatures? One has snow, the other right? a tropical paradise. <laughs> There's some dumb people out there. I'm sad to right. say. I guess so. 
Okay, it is the first Monday of April. And unfortunately, we didn't... This episode doesn't drop on April 1st. No. The day of foolery. Tom I, Foolery? Can I be honest Poor with Tom, you? Tom, how did he get assigned to that? I know. Was he a foolish man? Apparently. Or a foolish woman, Thomasina, but she went by Tom? Maybe so. I will say this. I do not like a prank. Oh, I hate a prank. I don't want to be pranked, and I'm not going to pull any pranks. The twins, up until just very recently, thought it was a frank. Yes, I'm going to frank you. I'm franking someone, which is... Sounds filthy. It does sound filthy. No offense to anyone who's named Frank or no. married to or friends with someone named Frank. When I was in eighth grade, I had the most raging crush on a boy named Frank. Really? Yep. Wow. Boy, was he cute and he was so smart and also funny. I do have a type. I guess so. <laughs> Too bad you ended up with me, the anti-Frank. Or Anne Frank. No, 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 no. Get it out of your mouth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're weird. Okay. Um, on Mondays, we do like to do a little edition of Watch, Read, Listen, a Lifestyle to keep you in the know about what you should know. I appreciate that you made the two words. Oh, I paused it. Yeah. I don't do that in, in real life. Well, you should. But... You might be surprised at how many things go in your favor. Oh, really? Yes. I can get on the good side of the universe if I'll just say life style. Yes, you can. Oh, man. I didn't know I was missing the secret. That's what is the secret. Don't worry about reading the book, The Secret. This is the secret. This is the secret. We just summed up the whole book yeah. and movie. Yeah. Just in one one turn of phrase. Yeah. Just turn of phrase with the pause. Mm -hmm. Just pause between life and style. Okay. Watching. We have been meaning to tell we've been the awesome shows. No, we've been watching a show, but listen, this has been on our list for weeks to talk about. Okay. It's a YouTube yes, channel? Yes, yes. I read the notes. I glanced at the notes and I am affirming your statement. Thank you. It's a YouTube channel. It's called Abroad and Hungry. Yeah. I want to call it Naked and Abroad in my mind. It's not naked. But it is abroad. There's, we've not seen any nudity. The editing to yeah. stay on YouTube has... There <laughs> may be an OnlyFans channel, though, Yeah, where there is nudity. Okay, so abroad... <laughs> I'm glad we were able to bring OnlyFans back in so early into this episode. It's, it's what I try to do. There is a I'm only a fan. <laughs> uh, there is a YouTube channel not on OnlyFans, as far as we know. Called Naked and Hungry. <laughs> No. <laughs> Called Abroad and Hungry. The creator of this channel is a man named Max. He is Italian. Yes. And his passion, Kyle, you, you can attest because you found this channel originally. I did, accidentally. His passion is food. I was looking for OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? There's no feet. There's no feet, but there's lots of food. There's lots of food. So our friend Max, he doesn't know us, but we've been wa we've watched like yeah, all of his videos. I feel like we know him. Yeah, um, has this YouTube channel called Abroad and Hungry. His his goal, his passion, what he wants to do with his channel is to travel and talk about food. Mm -hmm. A a um, Anthony Bourdain inspired or like somebody feed Phil, but this is on the YouTube level, right? Yeah. So Max, right now, and I do not know the backstory on how in his 
like personal life this has happened, but he's like camped out in Turkey. Well, it feels like it's the, his seemingly long stay and bulk of his content being in Turkey is because of the pandemic and travel restrictions. He that's, got stuck there, but it didn't stop him. That's probably a huge part of it. Um, he is passionate about food. He especially loves street food. So he's yeah. not going to the fancy shishi no, no. restaurants. He is going to the the vendors on the street, the um, the the market stalls, and he. But many many of these places they're like a market stall. Yeah. But they're actually like a storefront that just like the whole front of the store is a roll up door. Yes. So yeah. It, it feels market stall, but it's actually a, a storefront. Yeah, absolutely. And he samples food, and in a lot of these. Um, uh, shop owners and chefs and whatever you want to call them cooks are so gracious. Oh, yeah. I mean, Mediterranean slash Middle Eastern culture is known for, deeply known for their hospitality. And uh, even though he is not Turkish, he's Italian, they're like, come on back. And they let him film what's going on in right. the kitchen. And There's a fascinating mix, if I may, of broken Italian, broken Turkish, broken English. Yep. So you won't understand a lot of what's said, but right. you'll understand enough. Yes. You might even learn some Italian, like Mamma Mia. Oh my gosh. Which is his constant declaration when something is good. Every single time he loves something, it's either Mamma Mia, that's the most, or he declares that something should be, what is it, illegal? Yes, yes. <laughs> it's illegal. And the, somehow they all know the English word illegal. I love Max so much. I appreciate his passion for food. I do love Mediterranean food. I think you're interested in it. Mm -hmm. Watching this channel. I mean, it's, again, it's called Abroad in Hungary. I'm like, oh my gosh, what are we doing with our freaking generic, ripoff, boring, plain American food? Right. Well... When we could be eating like this. Because he's eating, he's eating in terms of time, the equivalency of fast food. But it looks nothing like any fast food chain. Exactly. At, at least in part, because very interestingly, in these places, so there'll be a few food places next to each other. There'll be a place to sit down and eat, yeah. somewhat similar to a mall food court. Yeah. But then everybody, there's no paper plates and cups. Oh, no. You you have actual it's, stuff and yes, silverware. Yes, plates with and, cutlery and yeah. real, real cups and mugs and all of the things. I guess they all just trust it's going to make it back home and that... I'm not there stealing it. <laughs> it's, it is a really great channel. It's new. It's not like blowing up in popularity, but it is. But it should be. It should be, and it probably will be. Yeah. Uh, so we've been wanting to recommend for a couple of weeks now the awesomeness that is Abroad in Hungary. Of course, I will link to it in the show notes for this episode. Now, as we've talked about more than a few times on this show, we, you and I, mm -hmm. especially you. The two of us, both of us. Listen, you can blame me, but in the moments that I turn on something different than this show for yeah. sleepy time, you're like, no, turn it on the other, or That's you true. wake up and you change it while I'm still awake and you don't realize it. <laughs> you change the Netflix it's over true. to the Hulu. And and you're like, I, I, was, I, I was still watching. I was watching a show. <laughs> Sorry, I was just here. We've talked about how very soothing in a very unexplainable way, but absolutely true, the 
now long since uh, ended series, Burn Notice, Mm -hmm. which ran on USA, how we like to put it on because Jeffrey Donovan, the actor who plays the the lead, Michael, what's his last name? Oh, I just okay, whatever. I would have remembered if it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter in the grand scheme. Uh, how soothing his voice is, and he narrates along with acting in the Weston, Michael Weston, Michael Weston. Of course, it of is. Of course, when you asked, all I could think of was Michael Corleone. That's it's not that not the Godfather. No. Um, we like to put it on burn notice. It's on Hulu. That series ended years ago. Yes. In fact, Hulu will probably take it off air before long. Netflix already had. Yeah. We'd been watching it there, and then they're like, hey, it seems like you like this, so we're going to remove it. (laughs) Damn you, Netflix. I got curious one night about what Jeffrey Donovan has done since Burn Notice. Because that was years. Literally years years ago. Well, years in the making. Mm -hmm. Was it six, seven Years of programming. Seven seasons, I think. 20 episodes a season. They were killing it. He basically ceased to be Jeffrey and became Michael. Truly. And so I thought to myself, self, what has Jeffrey Donovan been doing since Burn Notice ended? Enunciate Donovan so people don't think you're saying Dahmer. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. I never would have yeah, thought of that. We don't, we're not watching no, that. No. Jeffrey Donovan, the actor, mm-hmm. what have you been doing since Burn Notice ended? Did a little IMDb. He was in Bridgerton. No. No. That's, don't, quit reading my notes. This is the wrong line of the notes. Sorry. Sorry. We discovered that he was in a relatively short-lived series Two on seasons. Hulu. Two seasons. Two seasons of 10 episodes each called Shut Eye. It's awesome. It is. We decided to try it. We were like, you were, you got bored with Top Boy. Was it Top Boy? Yeah. M- main Boy. Top Boy. Big Boy. Big Boy. Big boy. <laughs> Spelled B-O-I. You got bored. What are you doing, Big Boy? <laughs> you got bored with Top Boy on Netflix. And I was like, let's just try Shut Eye. What's the worst that could happen? We already have Hulu. Yeah. And we can't un and Hulu we're ourselves. Not, we're, not, we're not going to anti-Hulu. Yeah. Not yet. And it, you know what? It's freaking pretty great. It is. It's a great storyline. And it is... It's the same character, it feels like. But Except... Different, but different. Okay, so he plays Charlie. And mm-hmm. Lord knows I can't remember who his name Who I now call this. Michael Charlie. <laughs> Michael Charlie. Who, as the series begins, is a man who is a psychic... But he's mostly been a con man. Con man as a psychic. Yes. And working within a whole infrastructure yes. of of gypsy yes. ultimately they, leadership. Yes. Because they, we feel like we need to insult the gypsies some more. Well, the and again, they they lightly refer to this um family of basically organized crime. Yeah. Um, as the Roma people, but I'm going to say to you that they themselves refer to in the storyline themselves as gypsies. They do. So we're they not do. trying to be offensive, but that's how the storyline is is uh, constructed. And yeah. so you've got some organized crime elements. You've got a little supernatural element. A you've little. got some con man element. As the story unfolds and this is no spoiler because I think this happens in the pilot or in the first episode of the series, Charlie, Jeffrey Donovan's character, Michael Charlie, Michael Charlie, ha- experiences a, a significant brain trauma. Yes. And then all of a sudden, he, he actually the, he, is psychic. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's and he's freaking out because even though he's pretended, he's never right. known it, right? Yes. So he has a wife, they have a son, and apparently... Like he already had them. Yes. It wasn't like he had the no, brain no, no. trauma and like, well, I guess I'll get a wife now that I have brain damage. That's not what happened. No. That's a very chauvinistic approach for you to take. I didn't say that. That's what you intimated. Okay. Um you see the family dynamics, you see this, this integration of like organized crime, but also like they're one of their best clients is also a gangster. Yeah. And has that whole situation going on. Listen, content warning from the start, this show is graphic and it is violent in places, but in yeah. weird ways. And I'm, I mean, it's graphic ish. It's graphic suggestive. The scene that you closed your eyes through, there was never anything exactly to see that okay. was appalling. But all the suggestions were there. Can I say to you? Yes, you, you can. No, you ran out of time. Next. I feel like a parallel to Shut Eye is Breaking Bad. Yeah. I There Ish. were parts of Breaking Bad that I couldn't watch, but you loved Breaking Bad. I, I appreciated the storyline tremendously. Think, do you think Shut Eye is more or less graphic in what is shown in terms of the violence than Breaking Bad? I know I'm putting you on the spot to think about this. I think both of them, having come from similar same network. Mm-mm. No? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, Breaking so. Bad was on AMC. This is a Hulu original. Yeah, that's what I said. Okay. Um, <laughs> they, yeah, so that. Now, both of them, they mirror each other in terms of they suggest enough. You get enough in sound effects and other, that, other, other stuff, but you don't actually thus far at least for what we've watched see anything that's like oh no they can't show that okay well there's some sexy times too remember that yeah but it's it's gratuitous yeah tv sexies zoomed in where there is non-crotch flesh near other (laughs) non-crotch flesh and things so but it's just enough that your imagination like pairs what they're showing okay if i may you may you did (laughs) but we're making our way through shut eye and i am surprised at how how long you stay awake to keep watching yes honestly it is an extremely compelling show i like the tie-in of like the tarot readings the palm readings stuff like that but then like what if it was actually real maybe it is i'm just saying and i i just i don't know there's a lot about this show that i surprisingly am really into it doesn't surprise me okay that you're into it knowing you but i can see how the way that the story is presented it would sneak up yes it snuck up on me yeah speaking of sneaking in Look at you with your segues. I am the queen of the segue. I am a queen. Of the segue? No, okay. just in general. All right. Well, Bridgerton season two has dropped onto Netflix. Yes. Now, I I did watch Bridger- Bridgerton. 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 Bridger season. I did watch. <laughs> I did watch the first season of Bridgerton. It was fine. I liked it. It was definitely, they had there was some sexiness to it. I don't know. I'm just like not in the right space for a historical romance right at this moment. So I have not watched season two. I will say that the reviews are coming in mm-hmm. from the awesomes and elsewhere. Season one, if you gave season one a spicy meter of 10 out of 10 spiciness with the sexiness and the angst and the all the components, I'm hearing season two is like at a one. 
Oh, now that's that's more of a disparity. I've not watched either, but yeah. I see headlines and things as I scan the news. Mm-hmm. And definitely a drop in the spiciness, but mm-hmm. nothing that grand of in well, measurement. Here's the thing about spicy and your response to it. It's so subjective. Okay. And so if you're used to like super, super, super spicy stuff, you might have watched well, Except that we've already established the subjectivity, and even though you used three supers, maybe maybe that's still minimal on the spicy scale. Yeah, well, I think it just depends on where you land on that, or, no, I'm not going to go there. This isn't, this is not the sort of spicy series on the Sort of Awesome Patreon. It can be. It can be. All you have to do is let go of the reins, and I can take this in a direction you never Oh, expect. I'm confident about that. Okay. You've heard me off camera, mm. off mic, as it were. More than a few times. I keep forgetting we don't record these with cameras anymore. I know, it's true. It's probably good. So, those are some watches. We haven't watched Bridgerton, but hey, if you're into it, or maybe you have, let us know. Give us your rundown on it's it. It's unlikely that we... We'll ever watch Bridgerton. Yeah. You may. Yeah. I just don't have interest there. Yeah, I'm just not in that space right now either. Okay. I I have found other avenues of satisfying my spice desires. On OnlyFans. OnlyFans OnlyFans.com. OnlyFans food. Not not paying us to advertise for them. (laughs) All right, let's talk about some reads. Okay. Neither of us have any real new reads to talk about. Not to talk about... But I've read a lot, but yeah, yeah. Reading I'm is selfishly a huge component. Holding it close to the vest. Yes, I did read an article. Did okay? you read or listen to it? I read an article at the Doggington Post. Okay, okay. okay. Not the Washington Post. The no, Doggington Post. The Doggington Post. Or is it Doggington? Nope, it's Doggington. And it is telling us the AKC American Kennel Club, aka AKC. There's a lot of initials there. Yeah. The AKC has uh, shared their list for the top 10 most popular dog breeds of 2021. Thank God. Now, it's only April yeah, already. Now, we're going to the second quarter of 2022. I do not understand why. It Look at you so getting long. all financial in your yes. mortgage the second quarter. Yes, that's right. Fiscal quarter one is over. It is. It is. And now we're into quarter two. But for whatever reason. Q2. Q2. AKC is like, hey, on March 31st, 2022, let's talk about the most popular dog breeds of 2021. Listen, Mm -hmm. I nowhere in this Doggington Post post does it tell us. Doggington Post post? Article, I guess you could say. that's. You said it correctly. It just felt weird to double up on posting. <laughs> Nowhere does it say how the AKC compiles or gathers this data. You I do can't not trust them. They're a shadowy organization. <laughs> yeah, it's part of the one world order. They don't order. share their algorithm. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> it's part of the new world order. New world order. That's what it is. Um, I don't know how they come to this list. I do not know if it is based on bribes and sexual favors. <laughs> That is the shadowy underworld of the AKC. Yeah, with a weird spotlight on it, because that's what they use in the dog shows. It's yeah. the dog spotlight. I have no idea how they have come to this list, but I am going to read it to you. You're going to blind Spots react. Spots Doglight? Spots a dog's name. I was just trying for a dad joke. I'm sorry. Okay. Are you here with me? I'm trying to be, but you're talking slowly. No, 
I not? Now track here. Track. We have got the top 10, and I'm going to start at 10, and we're going to count down to one. Okay. And you blind react. You have you have no idea what is on this Do list. Do I need to blind myself? No, please. Where's the ice pick? No, not necessary. Coming in at number 10 in 2021, a dachshund. Okay. You have some familiarity with the dachshund breed? I've had, I had two different ones as a child. Yeah. Were, they were good dogs. Even Aren't they though- good dogs? They were. My mom hated them. No, she didn't. She did. She, she love-hated she them. She beat them unmercifully. No. She should have been arrested. ASPCA? Is that who? Yeah, they have arresting power. The, the animals. Sure. <laughs> I'm turning her in now. I'm revealing all. There will be a book following. Did you like, just personally, you as a person. I loved them. You liked having a dachshund. Yeah, the two we had. Now, I'm sure there's... Ones that aren't as pleasant as the ones we had. We had good dachshunds. You liked to come home from football practice with a certain amount of who's, man musk on you. Whose story are you telling? Mine or my mom's version? Well, this is what you've told me. I'm pretty sure that you would just you would come home and lay down in the Junie, the, the dachshund that, that I the, met. That was the second one. Yeah, she would like to come over and sniff you out. That, I don't recall ever saying that. Oh. I don't recall ever fully experiencing that okay but it's fine it's non-harmful you didn't say anything freaky i never did freaky things dachshunds are german right um probably because of all the extra letters to say the word yeah okay so the number 10 was the dachshund number nine is the german speaking of germans german short-haired pointer okay I I'm not familiar don't know with that, that I breed can at all. Conjure an image of that. Me neither, but I think everyone can conjure an image of the number eight most popular dog in 2021. Weimaraner. Nope, that is so fun to say. Weimaraner is not on the list, but it's a great dog name to say. It is. Number eight, Rottweiler. Really? Yes. They are. They are theoretically good dogs. Yeah. Number seven, Beagle. Beagle. My grandpa had a beagle. Are beagles the ones you know that what like its to... name was? Uh-uh. Beagle. I'm not kidding. <laughs> My grandpa was a he was a straightforward guy. He was like, "Hey, it's beagle." Do beagles like to howl and make they, a fuss? They they have a bit of a, a hound dog. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Coming in number six on the list, bulldog. Okay. Now it doesn't specify what kind, so I'm guessing it's the American bulldog. Which we'll talk a little bit. How dare you, you selfish American. I know. It could be English, I guess. Could be British. Is there such a thing? I think think they call it the English Bulldog. Oh. Unless they don't like being... That was too much dead air. Let's keep going. Dang it. Okay. Dang it, I failed. Number five. You suck, Kyle. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Number five, right in the middle of the list. Poodle. Poodle. I I love a poodle. I don't. A big old standard poodle. I don't. Why? I don't like them. I've never met a poodle I didn't like. I've never met a poodle I didn't want to not like. Alrighty, if you say so. I'm trying to cater language around my intense feelings of dislike. You don't like a poodle? I do not like poodles. Remember when we had that lady that lived down the street? Patty, and she yeah. had those two standard poodles, yeah. and she'd walk them all the time. I paid two hitmen to end her. No. <laughs> Both of them failed. <laughs> That's not true. They were the best dogs, and they were so pretty. Disagree. Okay. Well, all of the poodle people are real mad at you right now, and they're going to lead us bad reviews. I hope you're happy. I am happy. Coming in at number four. A bad review from a poodle lover <laughs> is a good review. 
Coming in at number four, most popular in 2021, is the German Shepherd. They are Big old so GSD. engaging. So they're great dogs. They're characters. Yes, we didn't. We're not a good family for them right now. No, not right now. We were for a minute. Yes. And then we now we're not, and we may be someday. Every time I see a German Shepherd, I just want to stop and be like, look at you, you little cutie. Mm-hmm. You're so sweet and big yes. and just love them. Act like you don't realize your bigness, because they do that a lot. <laughs> exactly. Shaja used to like to sit in my lap. And yes, like, as an 80-pound like holding a gorilla. Behemoth, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, number three. Now we're getting into the top three most popular dog breeds 2021. I feel like I need a drink to do this. Number three is a golden retriever. That's, that's they're good dogs. Okay. My, right. my neighbor growing up, my neighbor who was for a period of time my best friend until we got into my first ever fist fight. Mm. Um, that's a whole other story. Mm-hmm. He had a fantastic golden retriever. It was, it was old when he had it, but it still had enough effort to know that when we were out and about, it you wanted to be it. present. No, yeah. we weren't Canadian <laughs> okay, or anywhere near the Canadian border. Okay. And it would, it would follow us, but then take detours from where we were to go dive into a creek or a pond. So it was an awesome dog. Our dog. Very generically, its name was Goldie. Our dog is an awesome dog. That's blasphemous. You have when you said just, awesome dog, I couldn't yeah, think of anything else. It fits. It fits. But we've now been excommunicated from all except the Catholic Church. They won't be. They're like, you're not going anywhere, bros. Yeah, you're here for true. life. Catholics don't let go of members. It takes Even a lot. when members are like, no, I made a mistake. <laughs> like, nope, too late. I had to teach... I got to teach RCIA on Wednesday night, and I was reminding... RCIA is part uh, of Catholic formation. It is. It's it's adult formation for people who are coming into the church as adults. I taught a lesson on marriage, and I was reminding the Real Catholic intervention for assholes is what that stands for. (laughs) I was reminding the students that the Catholic Church, like, once you're Catholic... The church is like, listen, bro, yeah. you're Catholic. I don't care if you stop coming to Mass or not. You're so One Catholic. One and done, you're in, and yep. you can't have a poodle. Oh, why? I didn't make the rules. I just know Okay. Both. Well, speaking of Catholic, that you're going to love that number two, most popular, can you guess what it is? The Catholic Terrier. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be a French Bulldog. It is a French Bulldog. That's we would only know that because our priest had a has a French bulldog. Well, had, had. One, had one. He's on his second French bulldog. He's on his second. He now. had one for a long time. The Basil. first one, Basil baptized himself. And yes. That was always a big story. Yes, well. and he was a darling, but he, he did die. And then Father got a second one, and it is much beloved amongst yes. the parish. Can I tell you? He something? named his son, so we have the father and the son. We're just missing the <laughs> no, Holy Spirit. That's not, that's at incorrect. This point. No. We are missing the Holy Spirit at times. <laughs> yes, most of the time. I am, personally, yes. Not by choice. Um, by action. Can I tell you, I have a confession for you. Oh, boy. Sometimes I can't tell if a dog, immediately, I can't tell if it's a... A boy or a girl, so no, you look listen. at this, and you're like, you got balls down here, boy? Girl, boy? Whoever you are? Listen, I cannot tell immediately looking at the face of a dog if it's a French Bulldog or a Frenchie or a Boston Terrier. Okay. 
So you look at their balls? No, I don't look at anyone's Listen, genitals. Why are you so all up in dog's business? There is a, at Target right now, there's a welcome mat that says welcome, but then it has a picture. Don't mind my balls? No. <laughs> I'm a, never mind. As a picture, like a little drawing, not mm-hmm. a, not a picture, a drawing of a dog, and I almost got it because I thought it was a Bosti, but then I looked at, I kept looking at, it, and I was like, "No wait, I think it's a French bulldog." Okay, what's wrong with me? I can't tell the difference. Um, they look so similar to me, but I feel like you need to lay down on the counselor's couch and have some unpacking of that. Do you remember off the top of your head? I do. The two breeds that yes formed the I Boston knew Terrier. What you were going to say? Okay, yes. what are they? Well, it's the French Frenchie. Is it, it's, I think it's part. an English bulldog. Maybe I don't know. But those were the two dogs that we came down to in our hunt. Yes, and when we got our two Bosties. It was mainly because of price. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh my gosh, Frenchies well, are not cheap. Both and of there's them a are lot of scams cheap. out there. Yes, a lot of scams. But we we really did think long and hard about getting a Frenchie. If but you're they are so expensive. going to get a Frenchie online, you need to ask for the owner to send you pictures of their balls. No, that will help Pretty you sure figure no. out if it's a scam or not. Pretty sure no. Okay, are you ready? For the number one. The Frenchies were number two. And they were number two. Damn it. I missed the whole buildup. Are you ready? This is the buildup. Okay. This is the buildup. Do you have a guess what the most popular dog breed of 2021 was? 2021. The Pity. Oh, I wish it were and it should be those little sweethearts. They are sweethearts. There are some great dogs. They're like the most loving and loyal and most misunderstood dogs on the planet. They are. Go back to the Little Rascals. That was a pit bull. I love it. That's maybe 50 years before most people remember life. (laughs) Yeah. Here's the thing. Unfortunately, it's not the pit bull. Number one most popular dog in the U.S. in 2021, a Labrador Retriever. A lab. Good old labs. Of course. It's like the most common dog. And that's why I'm wondering, like, how did they compile this data? Is it just based on how many people have this kind of dog or like Maybe. what's happening i don't and i'm i know that i'm wrong when i say this so i don't need a lot of correction i'm just gonna say that in the world of my mind i imagine no one very few people purposefully breed labs it's like you have a lab and then oh shit it's pregnant and i thought it had balls and it doesn't it's a girl and it has babies and so there's lots of labs that's I think, how it played out okay I think you and I would put Boston Terrier at the top of the list. Yeah, they're good dogs. We love our Bosties so much. They're they're just the right level of neurotic. <laughs> they are affectionate, but also very obedient. So you can you can do all your you know scratchies and levies, and then when you're done, you can say like "Go go" or "Go get in your bed," and I they'll have, do it. I have trained them. You have go go, and probably they're both flinching because they're in the room. No, they're not. They're, oh, they're outside. But they're outside somewhere, flinching. they're still flinching. Yeah, Stella's yeah. looking all around. I see her now. She's like, what? Somebody, <laughs> somebody say, go-go? say go-go? I've conditioned them to know that go-go means get the hell away from humans. And they run out to the middle of the yard, and they turn around and look. And if you say it again, they run all the way to the back fence. <laughs> they, are, they are such good dogs. They are so good with our kids, especially Nico, the terrorist. Yeah. Nico. Oh, they, they lick his mouth out. Yes. That's, that's why they've... Agreed to be good because they get access to human food through his He feeds them jowls. so much. There's no telling what he's fed them. Yeah. It's it's a strange symbiotic relationship that they have. <laughs> he loves them. He loves to grab a hold of them and give them a hug and be like, my doggy. But he does grab. He They're not long-haired yeah. dogs. Fistfuls of flesh. Yes. Yeah. 
Well, Francie puts up with it a lot more than Stella does. Yeah, Stella Stella licks him very aggressively. (laughs) I'm warning you. (laughs) That's a lick sound. Okay, so I did read that, and thank you for entertaining me, humoring me. Thank you for sharing it. With the list. I will say, if you are into reading, because this was in the reading section, uh, coming up this coming Friday on Sorta Awesome, you will get to hear myself, yours truly, with Sorta Awesome regular Katie Proctor. We're talking about our top 10 favorite reads of the middle grade genre. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not going to spoil it on Mike, but I will tell you later what my okay. f- one of my favorite reads that I know you read as a as an elementary middle grade person was too. Okay, Catcher in the Rye, The Chocolate War. Nope, you you'll remember it when I tell you, but I can't okay. give it away now. All right, so okay. I've already guessed it, and you just can't say. No, I promise you haven't guessed it. All right, listening. Got any listens for us? No, no. I once again. Midweek, I was like, ooh, a song came on the Spotify created for me playlist. And it's like, oh, that's a great song. And I've completely blanked and forgotten what it was. So Okay. Well, one of our awesomes recommends the Pillow Talks podcast. Pillow Talks. She said it's with Xander and Vanessa Martin. She's a sex therapist and he's just a regular guy. He's just a sexy guy. She says it's the sex education you never got. So. I didn't get any. Okay, well then you need to listen to Pillow Talks podcast. When that was being offered, and this is not a made-up story. Oh no. I do tell some that are made up. This maybe. is real? This is real. Um, my middle America small town high school offered, at the end of a couple of school years in a row, mm-hmm. and I feel like this was late junior high, early high school, What? there would be a sex seminar. Yeah. Where they brought in a local small town doctor to tell everyone about sex and how not to have it. Oh Lord! And it was it was to appease the people. It was optional. Yeah. And two years in a row, myself and one other student in the entirety of the school district, it was our parents who said no. Are you serious? Yes, I am serious. I won't say the name of the other. You know who it is. I won't say it on mic, but yep. So I got picked up early from school those days and didn't. I, I never learned about sex. <laughs> which, is, which is why we had a kid it's in our 40s. Devastatingly weird because we have five children in one of our 40s. Someone please teach me about sex. <laughs> is there a podcast? Well, there is. Okay. And it's called Pillow Talks. Pillows. New pillows were brought in. Is that why people have all the pillows on their beds? Yep, it's that's not why. for decor. Nope. It's for sex. <laughs> you gotta say it like you hate it. It's like dirty sex. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. Another listen if you're not, if you don't need any sex education, if you actually got to stay in the classes, which I'm concerned that this was happening at the junior high, high school level in your school district. We had these classes at sixth grade. Maybe it was earlier than I thought. I don't know. Do do men ever grow up beyond sixth grade? Maybe it was sixth grade. I don't know. Hey, the person who had to sit out the classes along with you, I'm just going to ask, do Mm -hmm. not say their name. I won't. On mic. Does that person's name, or the nickname they went by, start with an S? It does. Okay, I know exactly who it is. I knew you'd know. It's not that... (laughs) 
big of a stretch to figure it out. Okay. When you know me yeah. and my past. Yes. Oh. Sorry, S. You've been revealed your initials. <laughs> nickname initials. Yeah. Okay. Also, can I just say to you, I have been... You keep asking permission, and then you say it anyway. May I tell you? <laughs> okay. There is a new podcast from podcaster PJ Vote. Who? What? PJ Vote. PJ. I don't Podcaster know how to say. Podcaster PJ Vote. Yes. Okay. You said that like one word, and it's all foreign to me. So PJ. Podcaster PJ Vote. I call him PJ in my mind. I've never met him, but I'm on a first name you basis with him in my mind. Him Peej. Peej. Oh, Peej. I wonder if anyone in his life calls him Peej. Um, probably, and I would guess he hates it. We call AJ Age, and she seems to like it okay. But it's different than Peach. That's true. <laughs> a very different <laughs> resonance, right? Yes. Okay, PJ Vote, formerly of Reply All Podcasts and other work in the podcasting uh, space or sphere, I guess you could say, has released on his own, created independent... An OnlyFans page. No, well, maybe. I don't know about that. But he's, he's talking defeat. Created a limited series podcast called Crypto Island. Now, listen. Okay. Listen. I'm trying. I am a person who does not understand. I barely, and I mean barely, understand what crypto is and how mm-hmm. it works, let alone the various nuances of the whole crypto world. Mm-hmm. But PJ, like me, also is ignorant to all of it. Say crypto again. Okay. Crypto Island is the podcast series he's created. There's three episodes as we record, three episodes out. If you, like me, don't understand all this crypto stuff, but you want someone who's funny and charming and relatable to tell you some stories from the crypto world. That may or you, may not be right. You haven't listened to it, so I... Well, all I'm going to say is you just basically said, I know nothing about this, but you blindly trusted Peej. Peej. He doesn't, he's not like attempting to explain it. He's telling you stories from the people who are into this, and they themselves are explaining it, if I may. Um, Okay, I'm skeptical. Anyway, it's Crypto Island. Anyway, even if you're like, I'm not a crypto bro, I'm not a Bitcoin bro. Crypto bro. I've never even heard that phrase. I just made it up. Okay. I like it. Anything with bro, like bro science. <laughs> yes. That's, it brings an image. Yeah. It's a, it's a great listen. There's only three episodes right now. Can, do women have access to crypto? What the frick? I'm just asking. Can women buy crypto? You just restricted it to the crypto bros. There's no... Is this the 19th what's century? The, what's the female version of bro? Um, bruh. Is it bruh? <laughs> Crypto bruh. Bruh. Um what is the what is the female version? I don't know. A crypto sis? I don't feel like Crypto Bestie. I feel like Hey Bestie. (laughs) Besties. Yes. I feel like women and this is a compliment. Is it? It is. I feel like women are more in touch with what they do and don't know and they don't tend to maybe run off at the mouth as much as a bruh. (laughs) So you have a lot of bruh things okay, out there, fair, yes. but there's no female equivalent because right. they just didn't say anything. <laughs> I like it. I I fully 100% affirm you en- that. You endorse that? Yes, okay. absolutely. Anyway. Now, let me tell you about this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Move. I know about this show I haven't watched. I'll tell you about what it is. Okay. <laughs> let me explain it. <laughs> oh, that to say, if you... At one time, listen to Reply All, and you've been missing PJ's 
voice or and, page <laughs> and his perspective on things. Or if you're just like, I don't understand anything about this world, but I'm mildly curious. Go listen to Crypto Island. I've spent way more time. Oh, shoot. You scrolled through a Whoa. lot of notes. In a yeah, way more time than I thought I was going to on this. Okay. Life style. Style. Who do you want to tell this first story? Well, I'll, I'll kick it off, but you got to tell because you, you experienced it in real time. I experienced it in a very weird way. Yes. Listen, Awesomes, this is not the happiest part of lifestyle, but it's a reality. We've discussed multiple times across the years that I am a snorer. Yeah. I'm not Especially pleasant. when you get your right arm above yep. your head, resting yep. the forearm on your forehead or directly yeah. above it. That's, that's when I know... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Whatever's happened is nowhere near what's getting ready to happen. I feel embarrassed about it. Don't. It's not my favorite don't. thing. It's my least I mean, favorite thing. People people assume positions when they're cognitively present that yeah. escalate a certain activity, you're just do it subconsciously around snoring. It's so okay. It's it's not okay. I it don't like okay. it. I reject it. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus, but it's well, still there. you don't. But anyway, I don't. I, I know my rhythms and routines of the night, which is when I look over either pre or post snore. Yeah. And I see the arm up. If I touch your elbow, you freak out and turn over. And you pull the arm down so that it stops the snoring. It's just part of it's the routine. It's a very simple mechanism. Yeah. Yeah. It's like <laughs> Who a, needs a sleep study when you can just touch the arm. Indeed. And, yes. Okay. So anyway, there's there's often nighttime shenanigans and not of the sexy not kind. In the sexual way. Not of the uh, whoops, we had another baby kind. Well, sometimes there are those. Well. Uh, but one thing that happened. You want to talk about those? No. Okay. But one thing. Either. One thing happened recently. I'm not a good lover. I'm just persistent. <laughs> 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 that's bra science. Yeah, exactly. One thing happened recently was, which was something that's never happened before, and that's really saying something. Not that I've seen. Yeah. Not that you've been aware of. Two decades of marriage. It may have happened. You just snuck it in when nobody was looking. Yeah. What happened? Well. Sometimes, not often, but sometimes, either I come in, Usually, it's usually like something has happened where I've stayed up late for a reason, and I come in, and you've had a day, and you're already crashed out. Not often, but occasionally it happens. It just so happened to be that that was the case on this per this fateful night. Mm -hmm. I came in, and from about mid-thigh down, 
both of your legs were hanging off the of the bed, just dangling inches above the floor. I don't even know how you stayed in bed. The teeter-totter fulcrum was out of whack. Right. But you were still in bed, and yes. the legs were hanging down, and it hurt my heart. Yes. And so I went to ever so gently bear hug your legs and hoist them up into the bed. I should have known, with the mildest of disturbances, you freak out like a wild rapist is in the house. And I got two black eyes. That's not true. That part's not true, but everything you else You did was. help me. And i like, what? I I have no explanation for, like, why. It, I, was, like, it was like watching a toddler try to sleep. It was freaky. It truly, truly. And when you woke me up, I actually, this doesn't always happen. I actually came to enough to realize that, yes, my legs were hanging. Yeah. All, not just one. Yeah, he's not pulling me out of bed this time. He's actually putting me back in. All the way back in. Oh my gosh, what's wrong with me? Why am I such a completely bonkers, off-the-rail sleeper? Every, any average person can just sleep normal in yeah. the bed. You're just like, whatever, I'm not restricted to this bed. This bed doesn't tell me what to do. <laughs> okay. The next thing I don't know how to talk about because it's actually not that funny. <laughs> not yet. We'll see where we can take it. I recently came across the concept. Okay. Whoa. Pause. Put a pin in that. We've been ordering a lot, and I mean a lot, of takeout delivery. Yeah, yeah. Since our whole routine was unsettled yeah. in the... It was a month. Yes. It was a month that your mother was... Hospital. Uh, yeah, all the things. All of the so things. We're very much out of our normal zone Yes. There. Normally, normally, Kyle does an amazing job of making dinner for us almost every night. But life has been upside down lately. And uh, we've just we've been ordering a lot of takeout and delivery. Mm-hmm. I also, in this, in this time frame... Oh, go ahead. I just wanted to interject. A lot of that is due to... The very generous, kind, lovingness yes. of the awesomes who the helped fund a awesomes, thing that pays for a lot of this. The awesomes in a truly, in in the most concrete expression of compassion possible, recognize that when you're going through a crisis and grief and all of the things in a family, the last thing that you want to do at like five o'clock at night and be is be right. like, well, I guess somebody's going to have to make dinner yeah. for all and these And you don't think humans. about it until everybody's hungry. There's exactly. no pre because you're busy with stuff. Yes. So an, an enormous amount of our ability to do this has come directly from the Awesomes. Yeah. And I'm glad you brought that up. Thank yeah. you. Well, thank them. Thank you, Awesomes. And thank you for being mindful of that. Well, around the same time, I came across an article talking about this phenomenon that has started happening during the pandemic, especially on delivery apps. I read the notes. I didn't know what it meant. Yeah. Now, now I'm tracking. Yes. On delivery apps like Postmates, Uber Eats, DoorDash, which you and I like to call DoorDash. DoorDash. That's a whole story, too. <laughs> yes. All of the places, a Grubhub. And the concept is that is, is called ghost kitchens, Okay, which it's not, it's not the kind of fun, like scary, ghosty kitchen. I would like that. Well, maybe. What's happening is restaurants, particularly, I think this happens a lot in locally owned, but it could happen in some chain restaurants. 
rather than just being the plain old boring place they used to be, they start creating, creating on the app these restaurants. They're yes. not real. No, it's it's, it's a it's supernatural a digi- digital presence. <laughs> it's a digital presence. That's a good way to describe it. They're digitally recreating, yes. multiplying. Okay, I'm going to try to do this without getting us in legal trouble. <laughs> okay, there is a how can I describe it? Um, a Lo- restaurant, local, a local eatery, eatery down the street from us, literally like three blocks away from yeah. us. We've eaten there before. Yeah, used to be good. They suck now. We've had takeout from there multiple times. Mm-hmm. Their menu before they sucked. Yes, only twice after they sucked. Yeah, I only give two chances. Yes, their menu was such that they had pizza in the name of their little shop. Mm-hmm. But you open their menu, you could get pizza. Yes, you could get calzone. You could get Philly cheesesteaks. You could get hamburgers. You mm-hmm. could get irus. You could get all kinds of things. A lot of a lot of Middle Eastern. Yep, mixed into. And then the, just the some guiding light American, of pizza. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, we noticed that we couldn't find that place on the delivery apps anymore. Uh huh. But in they did, they did. If I may, please do tell the story because I feel like I'm telling this so dis- well, disjointedly. They did what some folks, evidently, what some folks refer to as shitting the bed. They messed it up, mm-hmm. and they they got so poor in quantity. This is my supposition. They got so poor in quality that most of the delivery places were, or delivery services were like, well, we don't want anything to do with you. You're okay. sullying our name mm-hmm. alongside yours. Yeah. And that is when, if you'd like to resume. Okay, so they created this digital presence for these different stores. So instead of just being like Pizza Place, mm-hmm. generically. PizzaPlace.org. Yeah. Then you would open your app, and it would be like, I don't know, like New World Pizza, and it would be the same address mm-hmm. as Old Pizza Place. Okay, so that's as one thing. Old World Pizza yeah. and New and Old World sandwiches from abroad. Yeah, and then you, and then it, all of these are listed in the like new to Postmates section, right? Yeah, and it'll be like uh, OKC's best Philly cheesesteaks, but it's the same address. Same address. And then it'll they had be like, like eight, ten different listings. Yes. Ten different listings. Yeah. Also, wings. They did wings, which we've had wings from there. They yeah. were delicious. But they're creating like these quote unquote restaurants mm-hmm. that don't actually exist. Digital ghosts. Digital ghosts. These ghost kitchens. So I say all of that to say that if you are ordering from Postmates, from Uber Eats, from Jordash. Yeah, Jordash. Get your 80s level jeans delivered straight to your door. Be mindful of. Check the address. Check the address. That's the main thing. Check the address. Now, I have heard, I haven't seen this, but I have heard even some chain restaurants like Chili's sell pictures of people's feet. Maybe they do. And hey, it's a side hustle for them. Chili's baby back feet. Oh, no. I don't like that. But even places like Chili's or whatever, they're like, they have their regular Chili's takeout. They're dipping a toe in the water at the ghost kitchen with their feet. But they, let's just say it's like Chili's, like, has their regular, like, presence on Postmates, but then they also, like, have a ghost kitchen that's, like, only, let's say. Chilianos. I was going to (laughs) say. Enchiladas or something like that. Yes. Yes. I like it. 
I don't know. I don't like it. I put it in the notes because I just feel like the people need to be aware. Yeah, it's a scam. Because also what they do, or at least these restaurants in Oklahoma City that we've noticed, they put really enticing pictures. Yeah. And you're like, oh, shoot, that pizza looks good. But it's like a stock photo yeah, it's of a stock pizza. Yeah, a real pizza place. Now... Speaking of pizza in Oklahoma City, Mott's and Mari's is a legit restaurant. It's yeah. our favorite thing. If you're in Oklahoma City, Mott's and Mari's is the place to be. It is. Okay. As there's others that are of fame, but they aren't as good as they were before they got famous. That's I feel right. like people get famous and they're like, okay, well, now we can compromise everything. Yeah. Don't, don't compromise. Don't do that. Don't ever be moderately awesome. No. Stay sort of. In Mott's and Mari's, I feel like they've realized. I was a directive to you. Oh, me? Yeah. Am I awesome? You're sort of awesome. <laughs> Don't dip down to moderately awesome. Okay, thank you. What I feel like Watson Rice has done really well is they've realized, like, we make really good pizza pies. So at, at their restaurant, either eating in or ordering on the app, you can either get a slice mm-hmm. or a whole pie. Yeah. A whole extra large pie. That's it. That's it. Well, they also have wings, but oh, in terms of the pizza, not like there's not small, medium, large. It's no, like, yeah. It's, it's like, like this or that. The slice A or slice the whole or whole thing. thing. We only got the one size dough making thing. That's right. Now, it wouldn't be awesome today if we didn't talk about your culinary exploits. Oh, man. What have I done? Last week, when our daughter. A Daisy was in Orlando, Florida, living it up. A living, Daisy? Yeah. You added a, a, Daisy. a vowel We have the one. She's one. A Daisy. Okay. She was living it up in Orlando, having a great time at Universal Studios. Yeah. Your heart went out to our second born. Well, yeah. And you asked her, did. hey, what do you like to eat? And, w- and she surprised both of us with her answer. She did. What did she say? She said... For the first time ever, she didn't say pho or pho. Pho. She didn't say pho Mm -hmm. or even pho this. She said fried pork chops and butter zucchinis, Mm -hmm. or as you typed in the note, it's butter zooks. I call them butter zooks. It's butter zucchini. And... Well, I think she actually just said pork chops originally. No, she... She said fried pork chops? Well, she said pork chops, and then she said, very explicitly, said the zucchini. Yes. She just knew there's only one zucchini in our house, and that's cooked in butter. And may I tell you, you all, it's the easiest thing ever. You just slice up a zucchini, you melt some butter in the skillet. A whole stick. A whole stick. You or put, you're a loser. Yeah, put that all that butter in there, you put your zucchini in there, you salt and pepper it, that's it. You cook it till it's like falling apart, and there yes. you go. That's butter zucchini, that's the easiest. You can make that in 10 minutes and everyone's happy. Yep. Even the twins, who are notoriously picky. Picky, to the point of being agitating. Yes. Shut up and eat. But let's talk about how you, you, you were like, pork chops? I don't like yeah. pork chops. No, I do. What I if do. I do them like this? I do like pork chops, okay. but we don't have a ton of places around us where I'm confident that in a moment's notice I can go find mm-hmm. pork chops. Yeah. But what I do know is we have places around us where we can get pork tenderloin. Yes. And so I went and got pork tenderloin. I cut those into three-quarter inch medallions. This is this is my process. Mm-hmm. Undoubtedly, someone has one better. I don't doubt that. Mm. But once you get those, one, cut them. You, you've done that into your, your pieces you want. 
you coat them with flour. I have a bowl of flour. I throw them in there aggressively, as though I were a National Baseball League pitcher. And flour goes everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, Maggie, clean up after me. That's what happens. Bruh. Bruh. No, you, you coat them in flour, and then I lay them, I lay them on a rack yep. on a pan mm-hmm. so that they have air on all sides. Yes. You let that go for an hour or so to kind of soak in. Then It does. What, I feel like you're, you're like bypassing this. This oh, is a really important part. Of it the is prep. an important part. Let the, let the flour rest. I'm not bypassing. I said it. That's why I believe it's important or I wouldn't say it. Okay. I only say things on this show that aren't important. Because I'm vying for your attention between me and the microphone, and I often lose. <laughs> anyway, that's it is an important part. You do that. You would do this with anything, in my opinion, Your Honor, that you're going to fry. You do the original flour thing, and it helps kind of sop up the moisture off yes. of the, the meats, whatever right. they are. Yes. After they've rested and done their thing, just to, I do a super simple egg and milk wash. With then that flour I originally used, maybe plus a little more, hey, salt, pepper, garlic, paprika, oregano, whatever else. But salt, pepper, garlic is enough. Yeah. And so you do the egg wash, then you do the dipping, then you set it aside again, and then that is what you skillet fry. Yeah. A couple minutes, two, two and a half, maybe three minutes per side. I feel like you felt like three minutes per side was I was right. I was doing two. Okay, two. Um, okay. Yeah, because they were... They were small little medallions. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. Pork tenderloin, um, contrary to what most people might think about pork, pork tenderloin you can pull off and let it be a little rare. Mm-hmm. That's not going to hurt you. It's not ground. It's solid. Exactly. It's, it's not right. going to hurt you. And also, we have found, because we have to make so much for this whole crew of people, you let it sit after it comes out of the fryer. It's going to go ahead and continue to cook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So pull it, even if you think two minutes aside is not enough. It was It was enough. It was enough. Especially if you let your oil in your pan get to... Uh, my go-to always is 350. I'm sure there's plenty of arguments to be made for other temperatures, but 350 and two minutes aside is like... It's all cooked. Whatever parasites lived in that swine... That the Jewish people wisely won't eat. Yes. They're, it's taken care of. Mm-hmm, no mm-hmm. one here has ringworm, pinworm, any of the worms. That we know of. That we know of. Um, those, those turned out the most amazing pork chops. Although, is a pork chop technically like a bone-in piece of pork or mm, no? It can be. It doesn't have to be. Okay. Uh, there was one step, though, you cut me off. Oh, as you sorry, Sometimes sir. do. There well, is a actually, step. Actually, there is a step I feel like that's critically important for anything not beef that you have fried. And that is once, like immediately when it comes out of the frying, get all British up in here and put some, just just dribble some malted vinegar over the top of everything. It makes yeah. a difference. It makes a huge difference. You could probably do lemon juice as well. You and could. probably should with fish. You could, you could. But that malt vinegar really brings some snappy, yeah. um, really interesting flavor crotch kicking okay. something it's good it was so delicious i never want to eat pork chops except pork chocopas pork 
I never want to have a pork chop unless you have prepared it this way. Okay. Now, I I also, for the record, put paprika into the flour, along with my other 17 herbs and spices, as the colonel would demand. Um, I've toyed with the idea, because this is actually the second making of this that we've done recently, because Mm -hmm. we bought two tenderloins and had to do something with the second before it rotted. I feel like cayenne would be a nice ad. I just didn't do it. Maybe I'm a loser here. I don't know, bro. You're a loser, baby. Why don't I kill you? Well, preferably not. Um, can I say that one no. additional thing? The the pork chops were delicious. They were so juicy. But the butter zooks were the answer. No, no. That's fine. That's a great side dish. Whatever. Yeah. Well, stop crapping on yourself. <laughs> Get my diapers out. Your, your diaper's full. Stop crapping. <laughs> The butter zooks were delicious. That's fine. But also, and also, both and, the pork chops prepared this way are so juicy and tender and delicious. Mm -hmm. And also, prior, we did. There's no leftovers of this in our family. Prior to this uh, cooking experience, our, the Sword Awesome Podcast Network Cloud 10, which is part of iHeartRadio. It's better than the other nine that preceded. <laughs> yes. Our uh, podcast network had sent us as a um, sort of bereavement meal. A whole cow. Nope. Pig. A whole Lamb. deli dinner. A deli dinner. From New York. From the Bronx, even. Yeah. In New York City. And one of the things that came along that with that was like a stone ground mustard. That and was an so- assignment to kill a man named Vito. No. It was a mob hit. I don't think that was part of it. I did it anyway. (laughs) Okay, good. Uh, The stone ground mustard that came with it was so good. Yes. I used it on all kinds of things to the point where we had this for the second meal. We had none left, but we did use the stone ground mustard on the first pork. Yes, and a different crappy supermarket version of stone ground mustard. Yeah, the boar's head, it was boar's head brand. Stone ground or I, delicatessen I mustard. Call anybody out. You just took a fat dump on it's horse head. It's fine, but it's not from the Bronx, okay? That's fair. Nor is it Jenny from the block. Well, who is? Except Jenny. Even Jenny's not, technically, <laughs> as we all have figured out now. Okay, one last thing. First of all. Just one? Yeah, that's the I last have, thing. I have two more things well, after then, this. Well, uh, then, come on now. Bring it. Well, you got this. I got the other things later. Or do you want to end on that? Let's end on that. Okay. Well, I found two things. I haven't I haven't shared news so much. We kind of deviated I away. I literally thought you were going to say I haven't shared nudes. I actually have shared a lot of nudes, <laughs> if you're familiar with my OnlyFans channel. Um, it's no one pays. I have to pay them to view those nudes. But that's another story. I haven't shared news in a while. But I ran across a couple stories that I thought were interesting and, and worth sharing. Um, I have to ask, do you have any friends or even family members who are either currently in or recently returning from Japan? Not that I know of. Someone does out there. Sure. And if you do, I would encourage everyone, do not believe whatever shady backstory that they've shared as to why they've been there. Because the first Sunday of April is well known. Mm -hmm. It's well known in Japan to be the annual celebration 
of Kanemara Matsuri, which I'm sure I've mispronounced, but we're close enough. I'm not going to try to get into accent. I think that's more disrespectful than just mispronouncing it. Okay. Um, it centers around the celebration of two deities who are associated with the metallurgic arts. Uh-oh. And... Okay. With sexual health. No! What? Yes. Oh, it's a beautiful pairing. How do those two go together? Well, the rough translation no. of Kanamera Matsuri is Festival of the Steel Phallus. <laughs> so whatever story this person's told you, they're celebrating a metal penis. That's just what's happening. Steel Phallus, yes. also known as the Devon Tower in Oklahoma City. Indeed. <laughs> it just sticks up above everything else. All <laughs> It's self-screaming, bruh. It's a thing. Okay, thank you for informing me. I had no idea. Secondly, mm-hmm. amongst the awesomes, I know there are a plethora of readers. Yes. And even a number of librarians. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Several come to mind. Now, both readers and librarians are familiar with the many quandaries that surround Mm -hmm. that book that you didn't get turned in on time. Oh, are you calling me out in public? No. I mean, we know this firsthand. (sighs) And I'm glad you brought this up because how many... How many books do we currently own because we failed to turn them in for so long that the late fees paid for the book? It's more than five. More than five. And oddly, these are the books we can't get rid of. Never. We'll get rid of all the things we've bought (laughs) properly and read, but it's like, oh, I feel somehow enslaved Mm -hmm. to this purchased through fines book. Yeah. It's a a very real thing. Um, So here's the thing. Officials at... University College London, or UCL, as we call it in the biz. Yeah. University College London, they've shared that they recently received a package in the mail containing a book that was nearly 50 years overdue. Whoa. Yeah. Okay, it makes me feel a little better about myself. It was the summer of 1974. Sing a song about it. When that book was... It was the summer originally of yeah. It's good. Didn't get turned in. 50 years, 48, technically, right? Mm-hmm. Years later, it's late. Here comes this anonymous package. It would have accrued at 13 cents per charge. It would have accrued a late fee totaling $1,648.56. It's the most expensive library book ever. Yes. No payment was included in the anonymous package, okay. but it did include a note in which the violator offered that, hey, don't just throw this out. Surely the book must now be considered an antique, undoubtedly alluding to the fact that the book was worth more than the late fee, and that's why they didn't include the fee. Bless it. This story (sighs) speaks to my heart. Yeah. My inability to get library books back on time. It's a a plague that infects all of us more strongly than COVID. Can I tell you? Higher percentage. May I tell you? No one died from it. (laughs) Go ahead. Yet. That we know of. (laughs) That we know of. May I tell you, this only, and I mean only, applies to Oklahoma City residents. Mm Mm-hmm. The Belle Isle 
branch of the Oklahoma City Library. Yes. It's been closed throughout the pandemic. Yes, but they still accrued those damn fees. <laughs> well, yes, that's part of my problem. Yeah. It's That's not wrong. In the meantime, it's reopened, and it is amazing. Okay. They I, have pictures of it's, late fees all over the walls. <laughs> yes. They're like calling people out. It's got your full name and social security (laughs) number up on the picture. No, but it is is architecturally beautiful. It should be. There's a lot of damn tax dollars that went into that. It's been like over two, literally they closed like before the pandemic started, Mm -hmm. which is part of my overdue neurosis with library books. But also they finally have reopened and... I've seen pictures. I haven't been in person yet, but now we don't have to go to one of the far-flung library branches. We have our neighborhood branch back. Okay. Okay, how do we transit? I don't know how to segue into this last thing. Um, Well, I don't either. So just once upon a time. A long time ago, back in 2018. That's not that long ago. Believe it or not, that was four years ago. Spring four let's years ago. It, let's call it three and a half. Just no, it's literally four years ago this spring. <laughs> so I'll call it three and a half. Oh my gosh. It was literally four years ago because do you remember that when you and I and our family came into the church, it was the we evening had four before children. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It was the evening before April Fool's Day. I don't remember that. I do. Well, April Fool's on me, I guess. When you and I and our family came into the church. At the conclusion of our RCIA journey, which had been, what, nine months? Nine months, we were instructed I would have to shut down my OnlyFans page. (laughs) To which I said, what? Screw that! And they're like, too late, you're a Catholic, and your membership is forever and always here. And that is the end of the episode. I can't stop laughing. (laughs) I want to laugh so much about that, but if I do laugh that much, I'll start coughing. Don't cough. Okay. Don't cough. Um, We... We're so, our hearts were so filled with gratitude over the, don't, don't be snarky. Don't be snarky. I can see it in your eyes. Over the guidance and support we'd received as we came into the church. Stop it. We had my friend Marie, who is an awesome. Oh my gosh. Heck? I don't know if anyone heard that. No. The dogs just rammed into a chair and they shoved it. Basically destroyed the deck. our deck yes. in one second. Okay. My Anybody friend, that knows of a good handyman, send that in. Any yeah. notes? My friend, no one's even listening. We're way over an hour at this point. No it's one's okay. Listening. Everyone's listening. Uh, my friend Marie, who lives in Lebanon. Everyone knows the heroine is hidden in the final part of the episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is where we tell all our real yes. secrets. My friend Marie, who lives in Lebanon with her husband and family, we asked if they could please, please, please go and purchase for us. We would pay for them, of course, some more of the... Rosaries made from the cedars of Lebanon. Yeah, I had I had brought a few home from my Leban, Lebanon trip, and we had so they they did this. It was amazing. They're incredible people. Some of my favorite people on the planet. Anyway, we took those Cedric, Cedric and Marie. Is that his name? That's right. Okay. Yes. Look at me and my memory of that names. was amazing. You can't remember. I blacked out just now. Yes, I'll have to lay down really with good. my legs hanging off the bed. Yeah. We took those rosaries and we created these gifts for our two priests at the time, our deacon, other people in our lives, our sponsors, Mm -hmm. as we came into the church, um, to say thank you so much for helping guide us along the way. And I had given you some notes about like 
here's some things to know about the Cedars of Lebanon and the Rosary and my story, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But then you took those notes and you create, you crafted. I a crafted whole an art OnlyFans piece. page. No, I leave OnlyFans out of this <sighs> one story. Okay. You crafted this whole like artistic piece. I am an artist. You are an artist. I'm an angry artist. Your first which ever, is different than a starving artist. Your first scholarships were offered to you in art, not they, are. they were. Not they athletics. are. They were. Yes. Have been is Mr. Was will. Yes. Have as said did be been being. These are all the linking verbs I remember from a thing we. You're a freak. Studied in okay, junior good. high. Yes, but you created this whole artistic piece around these rosaries and Lebanon and the cedars and this whole like all of the meaning. You connected it all. And as we were like going through the flurry of activity that weekend, because it was a mm-hmm. whole thing. Oh, it was very flurry. It was a it was a jam packed weekend. There's a lot involved in selling your soul. Shut up. What? I didn't say that. As you were preparing all of this, I said, thank you so much for doing this. This means so, <laughs> so much to me. And without missing a beat, without missing a second, you didn't even look up from your computer. You were like, it's not for you. It's true. But I didn't say it in an angry voice. You were like, it's not for you. And it's, then you just kept doing your thing. It's not for you. <laughs> It's true. I, I'm the type of person that cannot accept credit for something incorrect, okay. untrue. Yeah. I wasn't doing it for you. I was doing it for these people. And yes. so I just said, it's not for you. I appreciate the thanks, but I'll no, accept no celebration you're, you're of me. It's not for you. This. You said it with an emphasis on for. You were okay. like, it's, well, not it's not for you. you. It's not for you. It's okay. for these people. Yeah. Um, but that's, and it's been an inside joke of ours for yes. all of the days and months and weeks and things since. Yeah. But I think it's it's valuable. Yeah. And I think it's valuable from the perspective that the best gift that you are to anybody else is when you are a better version of yourself than you were before. A more awesome version. And so somebody may, yeah. And somebody may experience it and be thankful. And in all honesty, you could say, well, it wasn't for you. It was, Mm -hmm. it was for me. I'm glad. Right. I'm thrilled that you're benefiting as well. Well, but it was for me. a, A similar situation has come up where you have started taking our daughters to school in the morning, which has eliminated at least an hour, if not more, out of the morning routine around here for me. It's true because we send our kids to a town, three towns over. <laughs> it feels like for it. Or time you drive them all around Oklahoma City in the morning. It's a, it's a span. Um, so now I only do Nico drop off in the morning and, and you take the girls. And, and somehow I, like, I beat you back every day. <laughs> well, I got things to do. Okay. Shut up. I got things yeah, to do. I got to take pictures of my feet in different locations. <laughs> I got to keep that OnlyFans alive. Here's my feet on a park bench. <laughs> Here they are at the supermarket. Look how dirty they are. Here's my feet They're at, so dirty. Here's my feet at Scissor Tail Park. Yes. And Myriad Gardens. Um, <laughs> But truly, I was like, thank you so much for taking the girls. And you were like, it's not for you. It's true. It's true. It's the honest, it's the honest response. I love my girls. I love any moment I can get visiting with them. And my original volunteering to take them, I wasn't even aware 
of the struggles that you had, I was like, I could spend some more time with my girls. Yes. And so I did it for me. Yeah. I can't take credit. But it's a perfect example. You did it for you. And it made you, your life better. And it made my life better. And I think that's the thing we wanted to really emphasize. Yeah. Is that when you, I guess, put all of your guilt and your like... Your quibbles. Quibbles aside about doing the thing that you want to do, because when you actually really embrace it and do the thing that you want to do, that you feel led to do, that you feel compelled to do, when you follow that path of desire... As it turns out, you have not, not only do you have nothing to feel guilty about, yeah. also, it's going to bring goodness to people around you. That's true. The best version of you you can give is the biggest gift you can give. That's right. So exactly. there's that. Exactly. It's not for you. It's for me. What should the people do in the meantime while they're well, pursuing their desires? Here's what they shouldn't do, and that's get duped into the ghost kitchen garbage story. Don't do it. They're liars. Avoid them and have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.